Welcome, friends, to Game Master's Studio, where we talk shop about running tabletop role-playing games. With us today is Jared and Ed, with your host, Jerry. Hello, and welcome to Game Master's Studio, where we'll be talking tabletop role-playing games, tips and tricks that you can use for your game at home, help bring it up to the next level. Today, we'll be talking about tech trees and magic levels, and as the start of our world-building campaign, talking a little bit about how you can make your own world and put it together to give something unique to your players. My name is Jerry, aka Frieden, host and moderator for the show today. With me in the studio is Jared, aka DMF, proprietor of Mad Doc Designs, creator of the world of Wrath, and semi-professional DM, and we will be joined shortly by Ed. You guys aren't starting the tech tree one without me, are you? No, no, you're good, you're good. So today's topic is tech trees. We're going to be talking about how to decide... Damn it, you guys! How to decide what works for your game, for Get what level of technology, level of magic you have. Microphone. <laughs> this was very much Ed's project originally. He really, really wanted to do this, did all the legwork on it. Um, ah, hey, I thought you were going to give me a Mountain Dew while you are up. <laughs> you started the tech tree thing without me. So This one's mine. My own. My precious. All right, take it away. Well, you're the host. <laughs> I don't want to step on your toes or nothing. All right. So we're talking tech trees, level of magic, level of technology, how they can mix and match, different options that that can give you, yeah. and how you can use it to flavor your world. Um, Ed, you do have a list. You kind of had a, uh, a game plan for all this. We wanted to start by talking about sure. what the different levels mean. Is that correct? Sure, definitely. So so basically the idea is this is going to be a, a world building tool for you GMs if you're you know, kind of deciding on what you want to uh, um, uh, use. Now a lot of the stuff is going to be based on the system that you play. So like, you know, if you are planning on playing you know, like a uh, uh, like a superhero system, then you know you're probably going to have somewhat high tech. You're not going to really have low tech. If you're playing D and D, you know the tech's probably going to be kind of low. But you can switch things up. So, I have right now we're focusing on uh, tech and magic and the different levels. We only have a few different levels. So I have like no tech and no magic listed, just kind of as their own thing. That's that's pretty obvious. Uh, you know, no tech's going to be like Stone Age. You know. Uh, um, you're going to have like almost like no real tools or you know, maybe some basic weapons. Uh, you know, tribals, that sort of thing, right? Yeah. And of course, no magic. That's going to be more akin to what's, you know, our real history is there's just no magic. Okay. There's no magic for you because you don't believe. I could be. All right. <laughs> I mean, I believe in magic. Uh, but then you have on the tech tree, you have low tech, which are your basic tools and weapons uh, for. Uh, um, some occasions so for some occasions like construction that sort of thing you're not going to have any real complex machines or electrical devices so like Iron Age Bronze Age yeah th those sorts of things and each of these each of these things can take place over multiple eras so like you know no tech is really like the Stone Age but then you're going to get into the Bronze Age you know that's where you're going to start having um, kind of that broader era so like the Bronze Age up until like 
the, the Middle Ages, those would all be considered low tech. But, you know, if you took someone from the Middle Ages and put him in the Bronze Age era, he's going to have a much higher technical advance than someone else. Right. Same thing with the mid tech. So mid tech is going to kind of be, you know, the start of the Industrial Revolution until about now, modern technology. You know, uh, and all of those things, you have some sort of engine, you have some sort of mastery electricity, you know, probably have some sort of handgun or something like that. Um, and again, you know, this, it's all considered mid-tech. But if you took, you know, a, a fully armed soldier from today's world and a fully armed soldier, you know, from the late 1800s, there's going to be no comparison, you know. Um, right. And then you have high-tech. Now, modern age can sort of be in that high-tech tree. Um, in the sense that you could do it like it's a spy movie where everything's modern except there's a couple of fun tools or gizmos or maybe the uh, the plot device or MacGuffin is high tech, you know, some high tech piece of technology, you know. Like a James Bond or Mission Impossible type. Exactly. You know, he's going after the, the world ending, you know, super virus thing that probably couldn't really work the way it does, but it's close enough to our reality that sure, why not? But I mean, then you can go like completely high tech with that as well, where you have tools and weapons for all occasions. You know, you're talking Star Wars, Star Trek, and this sort of thing. You can pretty much do anything you need to do or figure it out. A lot of what you can do can do the unexplainable. You know, it's almost like magic that it's because it's so high tech. Okay, uh, and that actually brings uh, brings me to another point too. Is when we're talking about magic and tech. Uh, there was an example, I think, Jerry, you like that example of... Uh, uh, Arthur Clarke's law of where any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. Right. You know, what's the difference? I said that earlier with what's the difference between a Star Trek teleporter and a teleport spell. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, in this... Uh, in this episode, when we're uh, when we're talking about this, we are speci specifying tech as literally being technology. It's some sort of machine or complex device powered usually by electricity or some sort of power that does a mechanical thing that uh, um, or, or do, do, performs a uh, a function. And the science and technology behind it makes sense, even if not to the people who have it. Okay, so yes, if you want to run a world where your magic is just really high tech and no one really knows how to build it, but they know how to use it, that would actually be a really cool idea. But that's not what I'm talking about when I talk about like like a high tech world. And the on the flip side, magic is literally the uh, um, the warping of reality using you know cosmic energy or whatever to make changes in the way the world works. You know, you're literally summoning something out of nothing. So you're not using a technological device to transport, you know, a weapon down or something. You're literally warping magic, warping reality. Um, and on so on the magic scale, you have uh, low magic, mid magic, and high magic. Uh, in low magic worlds, your spellcasters are going to be super rare, so are items almost non-existent. Um, really good example of a low magic world uh, to an extent you could use like middle earth magic existed there and they made they certainly made sure that everyone knew it was a relatively powerful thing but no one really used it much you know even gandalf who was a wizard didn't use magic a lot you know and i think that's also an important distinction that just because it's a low magic level doesn't mean that magic is is powerless um it can still be very powerful right. 
but it just shouldn't necessarily be as common. Right. It's just this rarity level early. And if you're playing in a system that kind of banks on the idea that you, some of your characters are going to have some of these abilities, like D&D, very much, you know, the, the basic makeup is the fighter, the rogue, the wizard, and the cleric. So you have two spellcasters right there. So to say that the world is not mad, there's no magic in the world, you may not want to use a system like D&D. There are other systems out there that can build around there being no magic at all. But just keep in mind that you don't necessarily want to restrict your players from picking classes that should normally be available to them. Just tell them it's rare, but you can play one, is what I would what I would suggest. Yeah, just because it's rare in the world as a whole doesn't mean it, should, it has to be rare in the player group. Exactly. Uh, and then you have mid-magic, so you're going to have like your spellcasters and magical items. They're still going to be rare and uncommon, but they're going to exist. You're going to know that there are those things around there. And I'd say that's more akin to a, your typical D&D setting. You know, especially, you know, the way 5th edition build its, builds itself. Yeah. You're not necessarily going to have magic items for sale, or if you do, they're going to be extremely rare and pricey. But they exist in the world. You know about them. And then high magic, you know, I mean, magic's everywhere. You know, think of 3.5 or Pathfinder, where you could literally go out and just buy magic items. And since I'm the only one that will advocate for it, 4th edition also counted that way. Yes, yes, I apologize. I was not, <laughs> did not play a lot of 4th, but... Uh, I don't care if it's not popular. I had fun. <laughs> and, you know, you can also think of what are some technical things or futuristic style things that you could just do with magic instead. So, like Jerry mentioned, you know, teleporters are kind of you know, would be magical to someone who doesn't know better, well, maybe instead of having teleporters in your world, you have a teleportation circle that's just going to teleport you from one spot to another, you know, whoever uses it. You know, it's it's common. Those are things that exist in your world. Uh, uh, Jared mentioned, you know, instead of having, you know, guards in the at the castle, the doors talk to you and greet you, and, you know, if they like you, they'll let you in. You know, those sorts of things. Um where the statues on the pathways are actually golems. Right, yeah, that sort of thing. Magic's really going to be everywhere. Everyone's going to have some sort of, uh, maybe even some sort of uh, um, ability to cast it. It could be one of those things where you give all of your players, uh, like in 5th edition, there's a feat, Magic Initiate, I believe it's called, yep. off the top of my head. You just give everyone that for free. Like, you all have this, and then build your character. You know, so that's... You know, that's kind of a way you could do that in sort of a high magic world, but it's going to be super existent. All those things are going to be there. You're probably going to see crazy stuff every day. Um, but those are kind of, that's real quick how I went through the, when we say low tech or high magic, that's kind of what we're talking about through the rest of this pad podcast. And now I know I just spent quite a bit of time blabbering on about this. Hopefully it gave you an idea of what we're going to be speaking on, but I'm going to shut up now and let someone else do the talking. Okay, and for the next part, let's go to Ed. For yeah, okay. Uh, so so on the next thing that I've written up here... <laughs> so for the next part, uh, I believe <laughs> we were actually going to be looking at some of those combinations. Right. Uh, a few examples here and there of how they work. I believe we're putting together a more extensive list that will be available on our message boards, uh, gamemasterstudio.proboards.com. Um, so you can have a more extensive list of a bunch of the systems that are out there and how they kind of key in towards specific ones. But here we're just going to kind of go over the different combinations, how they could work together, and one or two examples. Yep. And even genre examples we may get yeah. as well, so... Yeah, I mean, obviously there's right off the bat, like we talked about, you know, like low-tech 
and then anywhere from low magic to middle magic to high magic is you know your your standard D and D game. I think your standard D and D game, by definition, in my opinion, is low tech middle magic. Right. You know that's kind of like how it's you know kind of standardly played you know like magic exists in the world not necessarily everyone does it those who have it can get quite powerful you know there's not a lot of tech in the world and that's your standard fantasy you know magic using uh, D&D game I think you, I think your low tech low to middle magic can also be some of that uh, the tribalistic shamanistic prehistoric type game you know you have a, right. a group of characters trying to survive and there's some dangerous unknown wild magics that they're not entirely sure about and the tribal shaman is a very dangerous revered person because he commands strange and unnatural energies Mm -hmm. but mostly what you rely upon is a good length of uh, steel in your hand to handle such situations and that kind of brings up another reason why I think like we use D&D kind of as our go to too is like depending on the world that you've built around like you can vary the system so much I mean and that's not to be said that other systems aren't mutable and can't be changed depending on the world but a lot of those systems are very dependent on the world that they kind of like Shadowrun kind of has its world where it exists Exalted I mean Exalted I've I've mutated it and used it in several different you know like like, customized worlds but really it has its own history and it has its own world where it exists so it like and to change that kind of really changes the system and you have to be aware of how it's going to change change and affect the system so those those are some of you know just a couple examples off the top of my head where like the the game is built around a pre-existing like type of world whereas D&D like you know again there's what three or four different box set worlds that exist out there you got Eberron you got you know Forgotten Realms and Dragonlance and Greyhawk and all this you know and then almost every other DM, you know, you know, throw a rock in a, a group of DMs, and someone has their own custom world. Like I have Wrath. Some people just, you know, basically make up a whole new world for every single campaign that they've run. Right. So they've never run, you know, a campaign in the same world twice, and they just kind of make up what they need when they need it. So I feel like we need a soundbite of a, a whole new world, right? <laughs> uh, so I mean that that can change the system a lot in how you play it. So D and D is a very mutable system for how you want to play tech to magic. The very first D and D game I ever played in was, believe it or not, high tech middle magic. Yeah. That was very first, but it was one of those like it was like kind of like almost like a post World War Three kind of thing where like a lot of technology had existed, but it's kind of like lost the world. So like people were refinding old techno quote unquote old technology, which would have still been futuristic style technology to us. And not everyone knew could necessarily knew how to fix it. Not everyone necessarily knew how it worked, but a lot of it still worked. So like you found like the, like the I when I, I the party I joined had an airship mm-hmm. with like a VCR and a you know a tape you know like a TV and VCR in the 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 crew room so to speak. Right. And I actually like before I even we you know the DM is introducing me to the game. Explaining to me things how things are going on before the whole party, you know, the whole all the players showed up, and therefore the whole party even was functioning. He was joking around about how like there was this VCR in the thing, but nobody could get it to work. And finally, like they put in this tape, and they like a little clip, you know, kind of like that the the Skinamax thing kind of clicks on for like a second, but it's all fuzzy. So all we we see like a half naked chick for a split second, and then all of a sudden it goes out, and I'm just like Inferno Machine. (laughs) And he thought that was funny. A second gave me 300 experience points before I even started playing the game. <laughs> so I mean, there, there you can just do anything with D and D, you know, that way, you know, like um, 
Then uh, what is some palladium again? Like you've mentioned a couple yeah. times, that's kind of like you know. I think palladium. I think you know modern day. Yeah. So I think you know again with superheroes and stuff. So you have. Yeah, I can go over that system a little bit. Uh, pal- uh, it's the rifts or palladium universe. It might be more well known as rifts, but there's they do have a, a few basic. I'll just go over this real quick. They have the palladium universe, which is your more low-tech high, high fantasy. Uh, it doesn't have to be high fantasy, but it, the idea is it's either historical or fantasy-based, like low-tech. Yeah. You know, they have, like, your knights and your goblins and your wizards and whatnot. And then they have... Um, uh, they do have a modern era, but a lot of the modern stuff I've seen either lends itself more around being, like, a super spy or a superhero, uh, which could be... A way to describe magic. The supernatural abilities you use yeah. could be high magic. So it could be like mid tech high magic is like a superhero world, mm-hmm. or even high tech high magic, depending on how what you're using. Yeah, just redefining magic as supernatural powers or abilities. Exactly. Yeah. And then the their more futuristic version is rifts. It is after a post apocalyptic world, but they have a lot of really high tech cool things. There are more sort of aliens in that system you know there's certainly some low-tech elements because there's always you know there's it's it's a wasteland so there's gonna there's gonna be that sort of thing but you know it combines those things i'd almost say uh kind of a high-tech mid magic sort of sort of deal there but yeah definitely that's that's sort of that's a good example of like one system having a number of different yeah um genres built in in case you want to change things around there it is right there for you yeah what was it uh Mid magic, or you'd say mid magic, mid tech for Warhammer. Uh, Warhammer, I think, would be maybe mid tech, but I think it would be a lower magic. Um, even though it's around, there's there's, there's kind of few and far between. Controlling. Yeah, you're you're more on the the Middle Ages. There just happens to be some magic around. Yeah. Um, if you're looking for a, a for a mid tech, mid magic. Well, mid tech, mid magic to low magic. Um, when we were kind of discussing these levels earlier, was where I brought up the modern day paranormal investigations, right? Your X Files, supernatural stuff like that, right. where you have this is the world as it exists. Plus, there's some other stuff going on that the world at large right. is not connected to, which is the magical supernatural stuff that nobody, except for the people in the actual events, really know about. That'd be a good way to explain low magic in general as well, is do people really know about it? Yeah. You know, like, you Not should have... this rarity, but it's, you know, like, common knowledge. Or right. Not, yeah. Like, maybe in a fantasy setting, yeah, people know that some people can cast magic. There's some magic out there. Mm-hmm. But nobody really knows anyone who can do it. You know, and they assume anyone who can do it is probably evil, you know, or at least they're afraid of them. Yeah. But this also goes back to to the Warhammer, uh, at least the Warhammer fantasy, which I know I kind of, I feel like I have a little more knowledge of than anybody else currently, mm-hmm. right, sitting here in this room right now. Um, and that is the fact that there are monsters out there like Beastmen and Ogres and things like that, which are largely considered to be a warped and twisted version of humanity. It's not considered like, oh, this animal man is something special. It's just somebody who's been twisted and warped. Right. So it's considered to be mundane, even though it's not something you'll see in our world. Right. Uh, I mean, another similar on that kind of thought process. I think you know, like what was it? Like we were talking about White Wolf, World yeah, of White, Darkness, World, yeah, yeah, World of Darkness, yeah, World of Darkness, yeah. another good one. Um, 
You know, I mean, there are a lot of fantastic or supernatural elements, some magical elements, but... Uh, there's not the average person knows it. Right. But there's also People the masquerade, and the veil, and exactly. all the other options. Going on behind the scenes and the darkness, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. You know, even having a game system devoted entire or not a game system but a game setting devoted entirely to magic users mm -hmm. in the modern world it's still not what i would consider to be high magic right yeah, yeah. you mentioned you mentioned even shadow run i think you mentioned like mid magic and either like mid or high tech yeah i would Sh say shadow run high tech definitely yeah, yeah. shadow run is definitely high tech and i would say mid magic I would say, you know, I haven't I haven't looked at a lot of Shadow. I played some Shadow Run. I'd say it's kind of that high tech version where it's like not a stretch from what we have, but yeah. certainly advanced. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, because they're on like fifth or sixth edition of Shadow Run now, last I knew. Right. Yeah. So I mean, but yeah, they 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 have. I mean, they have the whole like they have like hacker protocols and stuff like right. that in there. But like they have lasers and you know, like weird like things that we don't really have. But it's not like you said. It's not so far of a stretch. So, but I would still define it as high tech. Um, Maybe not, you know, Star Trek style high tech, but, you know, certainly pushing the boundaries of what actually exists today, high tech. Right. And definitely, I would say, you know, depending on what how you play it, mid to low magic, but I would definitely push more towards the mid magic. You know, there's psychics and stuff like that in the, in the game. There's weird shit going on. Really good example of low tech, maybe even close to mid tech and high magic be World of Warcraft. Yeah. Magic yeah. is everywhere in World of Warcraft. Yes. You can you can go you're auctioning magical items off in World of Warcraft. Like you're yeah. you're trying to get rid of your junk magic items. Mm -hmm. You walk up to a guy <laughs> you, you walk up to a guy and say, Hey, I need to get to the other side of the mountain range. Can I hire a griffin? Sure, that'll be ten silver. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and that sort of thing, like if you want to do a high magic world, that's great. You know, then that those are things you want to think about because, like, give when your characters say, "Well, I need to do a thing," give them a different way of doing it. Oh, we have to go across the country. I guess we got to get some horses. Or there's a Griffin Master in town. Yeah, this guy sells flying carpets. Yeah. <laughs> there's a teleportation service. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, you can just teleport over there if you'd like. Oh. We could get a boat and then buy a water elemental to tow it, so we don't have to worry about sailing. You I, know, I, instead I, of a cruise ship, there's a regular airship that takes that path. Right. I put uh, in one of the games. I actually had it. I had it act as magic but it was actually technology uh, I had a fantasy world where they had discovered like five or six basically stargates but they, they didn't they weren't really stargates they didn't go from star to star but they went from like long distances on the continent yeah like yeah. teleportation circles exactly so there were these but they were like they were tech based so no one really knew how to use them gates. <laughs> right but the but that was the whole idea is like okay you're so you're in the middle of this country and you're on a massive continent where the although there's a lot of these big countries and you need to go to this other country without get, spending a month to get there here's a gate yeah you know it costs like a gold or two to go through it mm -hmm. you know which is somewhat expensive but not really that expensive yeah you know certainly cheap for uh, a player character, you know, your yeah. average common person is going to have to save up to get that, but they can go through it at some point. Mm -hmm. Take a vacation. Right. Or move. Yeah, another low magic, I would say middle to high tech, depending on how you play it, Call of Cthulhu. Yep. Because, I mean, there's a little bit of magic in it, but typically it drives you insane. 
Um, you know, but it's basically, you know, typically played in modern settings. So, you know, again, my you know, middle mag- you know, middle tech to high yep. tech, depending on how you want to play that up. Yeah, a lot of times it's played in the 30s, which is certainly in that middle tech bracket. Yep. yep. Uh, 20s or 30s and uh, definitely the magic is it's another one of those like supernatural elements where it's really under the table mm-hmm. your investigators are finding out about it but anyone else you talk to is like no that doesn't yeah, exist that's crazy talk yeah. exactly you, oh I learned how to cast a spell you're going to the loony bin <laughs> exactly now I've been thinking because I've actually as we're going through the examples trying to come up with a good example of high magic high tech and I had a really hard time, and the only thing that I can come up with right now, and I'm going to have to defer to you two because this is something that you know far more about than I do, is I'm thinking high magic, high tech, Warhammer 40k. Warhammer 40k, I would say probably would be more, I mean, definitely, absolutely high tech. There's no way you can say it's not high tech. I mean, it's a, you know, 40,000 years in the future space game, but I would say magic wise. Maybe middle would be pushing it. I would because I mean, kind of magic is kind of like how it is in 40k. Is this, um, Warhammer 40k? It's similar to how magic is in Warhammer Fantasy, where people know it exists. It's around, but it's kind of uncommon. You know, even like not trying to get into too much specifics, but like there is the Chaos Army of like the Thousand Suns that are supposed to be like an army of psychers, but you still really only have like one psyker per army unit. You know what I mean? You know, one out of nine dudes has magical powers and that's a magic rich army. <laughs> so I would say it's kind of, I mean, well, and then you got the Eldar, which is kind of like the, the futuristic elves right. and they have, space yeah, space elves basically. So, and they, again, oh, there's in space. They, they can have a whole unit of psychers like they call a seer council but that's your hq so i mean yeah i would say mid magic i wouldn't i couldn't say high magic but yeah i mean depending on what you're doing going for star wars would be another mid high tech mid magic because you got the force stuff there but yeah yeah, i'm just i'm just trying to come up with a high magic high tech honestly for high magic high tech if you if you use the uh the rules of uh substitution and instead of magic, it's the supernatural. And high magic, high tech, really, that's a comic book world. That's a, a, a world with superheroes in it. Yeah. All the things that the superheroes can do are either explained as either being technological-based or there's some sort of supernatural mm-hmm. ability that they have, yeah. something they shouldn't have. And even with some more, like like I know uh, there's going to be a, a movie coming out about uh, Doctor Strange, who is yeah. a wizard. Yeah. So it specifically is magic, mm-hmm. and it exists in this sort of thing. If you kind of use that rule of substitution, then any... You know, any real superhero sort of genre can be high tech, high magic, because you have guys who can, you know, look at look at Magneto. You got someone who can control so much metal around him. You know, in the first X Men movie, you know, all the cops fire at him at the same time. He just stops. You know, throws the bullets aside, takes all the guns, turns them around on someone. That's any other system. That's a wizard. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, the guy turns, you know, you know, blasts fire from his hands or, you know, you got a guy who can control people through their mind. Any other system, that's a wizard. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, you kind of if you use that sort of substitution rule and then have high uh, for high tech, you know, you could certainly I mean, Iron Man, 
Yep. Let's be honest, everything he does is high I mean, tech. Even right there, you know, in the Avengers, you're putting Iron Man next to Thor. Yeah. yeah. You know, you, Iron Man is clearly the high tech, but Thor, I'm flying, I'm summoning lightning bolts, I have the strength to flip over cars casually, you know, it's very magical. Yeah, well, I mean, by definition, well, by our definitions, our definitions alone anyways, like earlier in the, you know, the beginning of the podcast, just converting Mag- the term of magic into supernatural abilities and powers, therefore, again, superheroes, mm-hmm. unex- you know, unexplained powers, you'll know, get Thor, Hulk, you know, like, oh, I hit my gamma radiations and now I just turn into a green giant monster that smashes everything. Right. Absolutely. That's the only situation that I can think of that would be high magic, high tech. Because, again, our definition of high tech is either like modern day plus. Right. And almost all superhero movies, comic books, cartoons, what have you, it's all almost all modern day plus. Even exactly. if it's mostly modern day, there's always something pushing the edge of technology a little bit. Right. Even if it's something as simple as Iron Man suit or, you know, like space stations with like the Justice League of America having like a space station base, you know what right. I mean? Stuff like that. So yeah, things like that. The helicarriers. Yeah. So there's just, I think that's the perfect thing and really not only perfect, but only example that I can think of that's high tech, high magic. Like, when you were mentioning stopping bullets with Magneto, the, the Matrix popped into my head, but really only Neo yeah. has that kind of power. Right. You know, so that would be, like, high-tech, middle-to-low magic if you want to, like, push the boundaries of saying all the the users that plug in have, you know, supernatural abilities. Right. The other... I'm going to take a gamble here. I'm pretty sure I'm right. Red pills? The people that are kind of awakened, separated yeah. from the Matrix? Exactly. I think it's... I'm almost certain it's the red pills I think so. is the term. Um but they have the ability to do stuff that your average Monday person couldn't do. But yeah. again, even then, I would have to limit it to like middle magic. You know what I mean? Because yeah. again, only Neo had would have like the high magic kind of ability. And also, it's one of those like you tell the average person about it and they don't believe. You. Right. You know, it's not everywhere. And, and also think of it like this: when me when they were first training Neo, when he was doing the fantastic stuff, everyone was like, "Well, wait a second. Yeah, even the people that could do the supernatural stuff was like, yeah. "Whoa." Okay, sure, we can all we can all jump from building to building, mm-hmm. but you know, this this guy's got forty fists going at one. You know, mm-hmm. his fists are so fast he looks like there's you know ten on each hand. Yeah. Well, hold on a second. That's not right, you right. know. No, that's just the operating system that they're working on is Windows, and it's just lagging a bit. And I guess that would be the other argument: is it's just all tech because they are in a computer system. Yeah, I suppose. Again, I was going to say that, but I'm like, well, I mean, if we're again, we're lending powers, and we're talking about right. in yes, the yes, of the Matrix, not in the actual outside world where everyone's just a schmuck. Well, even then, <laughs> even then, because we were talking about you know whether or not you know part of the distinction being technology is understood and the science behind it is all set, and magic it just kind of happens. There was a lot of stuff that Neo was doing that it's like they shouldn't be able to do that. There are certain rules. Some can be bent, others can be broken. Right. But what bends those rules and what breaks those rules? Right. And Neo was doing things that other people weren't able to because he was able to break the rules in ways that nobody else had been done previously in their experience. And at the end of the first movie, they just explain that as he's just better, essentially. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's the one. Yeah, he say he, they say he's the one, but the only real intent they had in the first movie was he was just so good at this that he could do those things. Yeah. Like, like, I believe they're like, yeah, other people could kind of do it, but you're the only one that can really do it. Mm-hmm. And then in the sequels, they 
change that yeah. a little. And again, when it comes to like Techno average person common knowledge, uh, you know, just uh, feeding back into the the high tech, high magic of like everyone knows about superheroes. Yep. You know, everyone's seen aliens come out of the sky. Yeah. You know, like you know, even in the you know, even in the lower ish kind of versions that like in the movies, like again, you know, because I think comic books is a is even more amped up than what we see in the movies. Right. Like I just rewatched um Superman versus Batman last night. I'm sorry. And uh, you know, and they play that. They it's not. It's no. They way downplay the the power level of like the DC universe in that particular movie. You know what I mean? Like yes. there's the the quote unquote the meta human theory where you have Batman not even being on the list because he's not actually a superhuman. He's just a dude, and well, that's a whole other thing that we'll get into. But you got Superman, Wonder Woman, Flash, um, Cyborg is you know on the list, and Aquaman, and like, so you got like what five dudes in a ch- or th- four dudes in a chick yeah. or whatever. The only like meta human on the whole planet so to speak you know five out of six billion (laughs) right like that would be you know and that's downplaying it so that would be kind of like low magic high tech yeah but in your average comic book or your average animated cartoon or animated movie you see a little bit more of the truth of the universe where like everybody knows there's a gazillion you know there's a gazillion superheroes there's a gazillion supervillains there's space stations all over the place there's missiles flying all over the place Superman stopping, right. you know, it's much more common knowledge. But again, on the Avengers, on the flip side, in the Marvel universe, uh, you know, they downplay the Avengers. Not everyone knows all about the Avengers. Most people know about Iron Man because he came out in public. But then all of a sudden, finally, at the end of the Avengers, the Avengers, the first movie, right. you know, the friggin' aliens come out of the sky, and finally, it's revealed to the world, like, oh crap, we're not alone, and there's superheroes right. here to stop them. Right. And you even watch some of the the follow ups on the Netflix series. They refer to the Chitauri invasion that happened in the Avengers as the incident. Yeah. Yep. It has gone from being Oh, alien invasion to something very mundane. Just yeah, it happened. It's whereas again in the Marvel, you know, the comic book universe, like it's like that amped up times twenty. Yeah, that happens all the time. Yeah, they'll have like a what some sort of alien invasion, some sort of alien species. Yeah, how many invader of like what twice a year? Right. Yeah, Galactus comes down and tries to eat the world every other you know friggin' year. You know, like we've seen we've seen this whatever. So even in the movies that are downplaying the comic book version, it's still. At least in the Marvel universe, it's right. still high, high. Exactly. You know what I mean? So if you substitute uh, magic for supernatural abilities, then like in some of the movies uh, where people don't really know what's going on, then you have almost no knowledge of the magic, but those magic users are very high-powered magic users. Yeah. And they do exist, even though nobody knows about them. But then mm-hmm. on the flip side, in the comic books, like you said, uh, you'll have, you know, it's, it's high in the sense that everyone knows it's out there mm-hmm. and that it can happen. They might not all be able to do it, but, yeah. you know, nobody doesn't know that Superman exists. Or does he? All right. So those are kind of the general pairings, rough ideas, our kind of commentary on the different levels. Obviously, it's up to you to figure out what works for your games, what you'd like to do. Uh, like we said, we're going to be setting up on the message boards, GameMasterStudio.ProBoards.com. Yes. With more information on some of the other systems that we didn't get to here, some of the more obscure systems, and I need to figure out where Street Fighter, the role-playing game, fits in. <laughs> so that is all we are going to be talking about today 
today. You can definitely feel free to give us any feedback, questions, comments, or let us know if there's any topics you'd like us to cover. We can get in touch with us on Facebook to like, comment, and subscribe to Game Master Studios. We are also on Twitter, GMS Studios, and we have our message boards that we've already mentioned like four or five times. We are here on new episodes every Tuesday, and we will see you the next time we are back in the studio.